This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, the agents have killed everything in the dungeon, so now it's time to loot the bodies, sell the gear, and buy new gear. So I was listening to the Ian World podcast, and they were talking about codifying specific rules for your game. And one of the things they were talking about was buying and selling of loot, and that you should talk to your players to find out if that is something they enjoy and how much it should be part of your game. And that is really interesting. Now, I've actually done this quite a bit. I always talk to my players before session and get an idea, especially if we're going to be doing something a little out of the box, whether or not they want to do it or not. And one of the biggest things that everyone will encounter in their home games are bookkeeping episodes or bookkeeping sessions in your case where you sit down go through the loot figure out what you're gonna buy how you're gonna level up your characters and really you're spending a lot of time bookkeeping and not playing the actual game now some people really enjoy this in fact i used to cut these episodes out of the earlier podcasts and people complained and they wanted to hear the bookkeeping so i kept it in and i believe it because i actually do listen to other podcasts and when they cut it out I kind of wanted to hear what they uh, bought and what they did with their money. And I can see where you're coming from. I can see also why it can be very boring. Now, this is probably one of the biggest issues of contention in any home game. Because some people love loot. They love going through the loot. They love going through the book. They like figuring out what they're going to buy and how they're going to level up their characters and what they're going to get for their characters. And then other people just hate it. They feel like, ugh. Can we just buy a sword, buy a shield, buy some armor, and just go kill some things? I don't want to spend a whole night just going through loot. I guarantee everyone has been there. Well, here's the thing. Everyone really has to talk this out and figure out what is best for everyone. And especially figure out what to do if you have some people in your party that don't want to do what that evening's activity is. So what do I mean by this? Sometimes what I try to do is do as much loot management as possible over email. I've tried this in the past and we always say we're going to do it. We're always like, okay, everyone, we're going to go through email and go through the loot and everyone tell me what you're going to buy and what you're going to sell. And you know what happens? No one does it. No one ever does it. I don't know why. So we've tried that. And um, the other thing that I've done is, well, I just tell everyone ahead of time that this is going to be a loot session. So make sure you're prepared. Now that actually usually works out very well because that way at least people have an idea of what they want to buy. The other thing I always do is I make sure everyone knows how much gold they have and approximately what they're going to even sell their loot for so they get an idea of what their new gold total is. For example, I can say, okay, you guys currently have like 650 gold each 
and your loot is about 300 gold worth. So figure you have around 1,000 gold pieces worth of loot for the next session. And there you go. And that way they can kind of prepare. Now, what do you do when you have, I don't know, like two players who love going through loot and two players who hate going through loot? Well, that is tricky, but I kind of have found a solution. What you do is you find out what the other two players who really hate loot management, find out what they like to do. Sometimes they like to uh, gather information or go around and getting some lore or get some story information. Although it's tricky, I will mix up sessions where I have, say, two players going through the loot and then I'm running like a size session with two other players where they're doing something that won't really affect the party too much, such as talking to others in a bar or getting rumors or sometimes even gambling, but they're doing something that's very roleplay heavy. That way, the two players that don't really care about loot, they're doing something fun and it's not a wasted session for them. And the other two that are sitting in the corner going through tables and charts and books to figure out what they want to buy, they're busy doing that and talking to each other. That will work well. It's tricky and hard to do, but I do find it's worth the effort because ugh, there's nothing worse, especially in a live game, when you guys are like running a game and then someone goes into the other room and just starts like watching TV or something. Now, on the other hand, that is okay too. I will say that like, look, if you have three players who really love loot and one player who doesn't want to have anything to do with loot, just tell them ahead of time and warn them. Maybe they'll go get something to eat. Maybe they'll show up late. Maybe they'll leave early. Or maybe they're just going to go watch TV for an hour. As long as they know ahead of time, it's usually less of a burden. I remember, and this was a real long time ago, something like 20 years ago, that my friend was really excited to join someone else's game. It was a D&D &D game a long, long time ago. And they were really excited to play, and they showed up, and the very first session was loot. It was literally them buying and selling gear and building their characters for like four hours. And my friend never went back. He's like, yeah, that was the most boring thing I ever did in my life. I was looking forward to actually playing D&D &D and not shopping. So he never went back. That is why it's important that you let people know ahead of time what to expect in one of these sessions so they can mentally and physically prepare for those sessions. Other thing is, don't do these sessions that often. Like, I actually do these sessions maybe once or twice while they're at a specific level, and that's it. And that's pretty common, I find, with these games. Usually what will happen is they'll get a ton of loot, they'll spend a ton of it, and then they'll have no loot left, and then the next thing they need is like 2,000 gold, so it takes them a while to save up. And then they'll get loot, and then they'll buy their next item. So it's always sort of like save up, save up, save up, buy, save up, save up, save up, buy. It's rare that you're continuously buying throughout all the sessions. Of course, why am I mentioning this? Well, this week's episode is a bookkeeping episode, and I kept a lot of it in. It's actually only the second half is bookkeeping. The first half, they are going through the dungeon, and they are sort of figuring out what's left, and they're talking to some people, talking to NPCs, planning out their next courses of action. But the second part of the episode, because they did just kill a lot of stuff, is they're figuring out what they can buy. So there is a fair amount of that, and I kept it in. So if you like listening to it, feel free. And if you don't, well, don't worry. I promise next week we're jumping right back into the action and you will hear a lot of blood and guts and killing. I promise. Anyhow, I'd be very curious to hear how you handle loot and bookkeeping episodes at your table. 
let me know. Go to the Discord channel and tell me your stories. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show notes. So, show notes this week. Well, what's going on? RPG Superstar. Well, don't forget, it only goes to the beginning of December, and that is coming up a lot sooner than you think. And you can enter up to three monsters, which I believe you want to do. Trust me. Make sure you go to RPGSuperstar.com, and you too can look up the rules. You can see how it works. There's an interactive template that allows you to build monsters. What you can do is build your monster and save it. And you can just, you know, keep going back to it as many times as you want. Keep refining it, fine-tuning it, and then when you're ready, submit it to the contest. And you can do that up to three times. And then you could win prizes. You could appear in the next Battle Zoo Bestiary. You can do lots of cool things. So make sure you check that out. Just go to RPGSuperstar.com and you too can, well become a famous monster author also the pre-order store has opened if you missed out on the kickstarter for battlezoo bestiary and all the other books just go to battlezoo.com and let me tell you this thing is getting so big i was working on probably a player's guide and i went through the player's guide and it was over 100 pages so i realized damn man I'm uh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not really in trouble. Okay, what I really mean is that you are going to get the biggest bang for your buck because I originally thought, eh, we'll just do an adventure. And it was going to be like level 1 through 10. And then we're like, well, let's do level 1 through 11. Well, then we need a whole bunch of ancestries. Oh, wait, then we have to tell everyone what the world is like. Oh, and then we have to go through the whole religious and God system. Oh, wait, and then we need a whole bunch of new archetypes. Oh, and then a whole bunch of new backgrounds. Oh, and then a whole bunch of new magic items. And let's add that all together, and it's 100 plus pages, and holy moly, okay, this is getting crazy. So, there's a lot of information here. You're just going to get a ton of stuff. And of course, it's all being written by some of the best people in the industry. We are going through the stuff with a fine-tooth comb. And wait until you see the artwork. The artwork is ridiculous. I mean, I can't even get over this stuff. I'm looking at this, and I can't even believe how beautiful the artwork is. And, you know, I see a lot of these books. And what they do is they spend a lot on the cover. And then they have a couple of, like, full pages or half pages. And a lot of the spot art, you know, sometimes it's black and white. Sometimes it's, like, you know, okay at best. This forget it everything's amazing the spot art amazing there's no black and white i don't have black and white in any of my books all full color i went absolutely crazy i asked all the authors like i said give me every piece of art you have in your adventure they did i said okay that's good give me more i want a picture of anything that appears if it is in the adventure I want a picture of it. I want pictures of everything. If you talk to one NPC, I want it in there. And they're doing it. They're giving me every single thing. I hate that when they list like eight NPCs in Adventure Path and they show the pictures for like two of them. It drives me crazy. So I'm like, man, if there's eight NPCs, you're getting eight pieces of art, okay? Everyone, everything, everything is going to be in this book. And I'm talking about the Jewel of the Indigo Isle. This thing is going to be unbelievable. Trust me, this thing is going to be epic. We're doing things you've never, ever done. I went to the best writers. I said, look, we're going to break the machine. We're not breaking the mold. We're not even breaking the machine that makes the mold. I found a factory that makes the machines that make the molds. And I'm breaking that because we're going crazy on this thing. I told them we're going to do things that have never been done, ever. And I mean never done in a role-playing game. 
and they're being challenged and they love it i said we're going to come up with these new systems these new rules new mechanics that i can't explain how but i know for a fact they're going to work because they're based on other things that work so we're just bringing other mechanics from other games into role playing and mixing and matching and we're putting chocolate in the peanut butter and you guys are all going to love it it's going to be incredible i can't wait to try it out and play it i think it is going to just be a game changer it's it's going to be great anyhow Check that out. Just go to battlezoo.com and you too can pre-order the Battlezoo Best Hair, which should be out any day now. And you can order the Dragon Ancestry book, which Mark has written a lot of it. And so we really know how the dragons are going to work. And I think you're going to love it. And of course, the Jewel the Indigo Isle, which is going to be an entire world plus a massive, mega, awesome adventure path. I've said it before. It's Indiana Jones meets Pixar meets Guardians of the Galaxy. That is the easiest way to describe what this is. And it is becoming that. It is really becoming the best of all of those movies combined. I'm very excited. And a touch of Pirates of the Caribbean, just a touch. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Last time we left off, you decided that you needed more blood. You managed to kill just about every single skin saw in here. You killed some demons. You killed some skin stitches. You killed Carvey, the flesh golem. You killed army ant swarms. So you thought, how hard could it be to go into a little 20 by 20 room and just face three people? How hard could it be? It turns out, it was really hard. It turns out that you almost died, like really came close to death. And if it wasn't for the MVP, the Violet Fungus, you probably would have all been dead. So everyone give a round of applause to Violet Fungus. That's right. Yay, Violet Woo-hoo! Fungus. That Yay. Violet Fungus really overperformed. It did a lot more than I thought it was going to. I was very, very happy about that. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez. A goblin elementalist sorcerer. How long do we have it for? Is it? Is it? That's like, is it, 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 no, it's, it's oh, like it's all gone. these spells are like a minute. Okay, all right. John Stats is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. So, can we, uh, like, like we hand wave healing? Can we hand wave looting and just start this? Go down the inventory. Yes and no. Uh, can we make rolls? Can we make rolls? Well, here's uh, the deal. You. Because search. you're not going to automatically find stuff. So here's also you have you still have a couple rooms left. So let's yep. let's back up. Let's back up. So there's a few things. One, there's stacks of bodies, stacks and stacks and stacks of bodies out in the hall. So there's those. There's this room. Now these rooms are covered with gore and blood and viscera and so many other things. And don't forget, you even saw one of the skin saws had a nice chain necklace around his, you know, neck. So it's not just hand wave because you were looking for certain things. So we have to do a little bit. I will hand wave the bulk, but there's about 10% of you need to do what you want to do to find it. And there's also still rooms to discover and things behind those rooms and things in those rooms. So you tell me, what do you want to do? Yeah, I wonder if there's. I wonder if we can get. I wonder if it's smart to just like narrate 
a, a procedure like I like that, that could give some uh, indication as to whether or not we find everything that we want to find you know like we haul all of the bodies into that secret room and line them up and then look with when the bodies removed we search the rooms and then search each body something something like that yeah I mean there's one two three four five six seven <laughs> rooms that you haven't even searched and so and there's a downstairs chris beamer is playing lomang an orc tiefling monk of the crane style <laughs> well the downs yeah that's a whole other thing Let's and there's a room to the room. east that you didn't even go into and there's this room here that you didn't even go to where like the little where the uh you know the junior grade people came from so you got you got a lot of things to do so there's uh, no so hand waves unless you want to leave it the hand wave is you just leave it all behind. That's the hand wave. So how are we doing no. healing? Like afterwards, I I I was away. Uh, the hand wave uh, that you can just hand wave heal if you want. I mean, it looks like everyone's in deep trouble and awfully hurt, but no one has any status effects on them. So you can spend some time. And uh, can't Basil do four at once? I can do all four at once. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather. A Tengu empiricist investigator. There you go. So, you guys can just do that. Well, why don't, why don't, why don't we start the process? Here's here's the deal. You have about I don't know 15 dead bodies with equipment on it. You have Violetta, who was second in command, who seems to have lots of interesting things on her. There's two skinsaw murderers in this cell as well. There was also the screaming thing, but that was just a, a pile of gore, so you don't have to worry about that. Looking around, other than the three people you just killed, you don't see anything else of value in this room. So there's a start. You can check off one room if you just want to see what's on these three dead bodies. How about that? Yeah, let's, let's start with Violetta. Yeah. She's like a important person so sure let me let, let me just get one bit of business out of the way what's the like what's our sense of a random encounter chance zero reasonable high because if because if we're not because if, if if we kind of clear this place out enough that we don't really have to that we have time to that have like an hour to work then that 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 makes things easier because then because then we could just go by room by room and boom 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 and then go to the next room boom 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 boom, boom like that medium i meant the alarms were going off and there's a grate that goes downstairs that is literally open to the lower level to the pool of blood so whoever was downstairs definitely hurt something so it's a question of are they going to be coming in five minutes to investigate or are they going to be coming in an hour a few hours so, so would it be smart for us to first take a couple actions take a few minutes to barricade choke point doors to lock ourselves off, so anybody that any, anybody that's entering our workspace, we get some warning, and no, then and then no, proceed. No, 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 let's let's just pick up these bodies. This is Swiss cheese. We have no idea. Like, there's look at the map. There's there's well, there's I'm no, looking. I'm, actually, I'm looking at the map, and it looks like we've unexplored know. doors north, west, and east. And probably the south. Proposition. Oh, I see. I see. Let's start at the north end and work our way backwards as we work towards the safe room. If we need to go back, retreat back there, and just go and just try and be as fast as we can. And yeah. if we hear anybody coming, then we retreat to the safe room. 
Okay. Right. So Basil and Gomez, you guys heal up while we search these bodies. Let's, I will. Let's, I, I will. I will that. happily do that. Okay. Okay. You search the bodies, and Violetta has three daggers, one leather armor, one silver religious symbol for Norgaber, a skin saw mask, a very nice one, I might add, a very nice short sword, and, well, that's it on her. The other two chaps have, um, they also have very nice short swords with runes on them, you know they're magical. They also have leather armor, they also have daggers, they also have silver religious symbols of Norgaber, they also have skin saw masks, they also have war razors, and that's pretty standard. But one of them has a chain that Basil is quite certain would go on that statue of Mr. Farfel, or whatever his name was. Farfel. That's a lot that, yes. that's a lot of crap. Wait, Chris, are you by any chance making notes? I'm making notes. I will All right, put so it you're in keeping chat. an inventory? Yep. Awesome. Well, I'll put it in chat, too, to help you out. Gray Hawken. Are we in a position to investigate the daggers or the short swords or yeah, I recognize mean, what that is? I don't yeah, know if yeah. that takes... I mean, a Basil can do Well, keep that. in mind, I can now identify things in six seconds. Or, atten- or attempt, uh, to, uh, attempt really to identify cool. things in six seconds. No, that's really I, I cool. I refuse. I absolutely refuse to let you do that. That's really okay. cool. In that case, you need to describe what you do in the six seconds if you're going to do it that quick. I look at my character sheet and realize that I'm a master at Arcana. <laughs> you nice. You want to? Okay. Would it be a good idea? Would it be a good idea to initially ju- just make make two categories, two piles? And there's things that we want to investigate, and there's just general loot that we're just going to leave in general loot, and then, and and then w- like w- a- after we get to a stopping point, take all the stuff that's worthy of investigation, investigate it all. Yeah, I mean, I think we should just like do. He can do it in six seconds. Like, just do the stuff. Yeah, that's I know. Let's do the magic stuff. Or just, or just go through right now. Boom, boom, boom. I'm doing the healing, and people just bring stuff over me. Oh, that's a plus one. That's a. <laughs> yeah, it used to be ten minutes, and it Dude, then it's it like went... fucking antiques roadshow. Believe it or not, he can get it down to two Love seconds. He he actually can that's get true. it. That's true. If I'm legendary, I can actually do that. Yeah, he that, can that literally just look at it. Um, Basil looks and he knows right away that the the skin saw mask or skin saw mask they actually are magical, by the way, but they're terrible. There's two plus one short swords and there's one plus one striking sword sword, and that was Violetta's, which is why she was doing so much damage. And the chain does have magic on it. Ooh. Do you wish to try to identify it? Yeah. Though I think we still probably want to put Farfignugan to rest. Well, we'll see, because it might be really good. He looks at it for six seconds, and then his eyebrows go up, or at least what's left of him, because he's been plucked so many times, I think he needs a... uh... My eyebrows were cut off in the last fight. (laughs) (laughs) You have, like, nothing left of you. I'm like I'm like Daffy Duck after all his feathers have been blown. <laughs> I will give it to you, and then you, Mr. Basil, can tell everyone else what it is, and you can decide whether or not you keep it or give it away. Whoops, that's the wrong thing. Apparently, it's three daggers, one leather armor, a silver. <laughs> that is what you find. So this is a three-foot length of chain, and it seems to be made out of mystical blue-white steel. Oh, sorry, I was, yeah, I was... It's quite heavy. I'm just giving the description while you read it. 
it's quite heavy and it's obviously giving off magic and one of these skin saws was just wearing it you know for for bling but all right here it is after basil looks at it he's like radioactive "Mm." You can wrap this chain around an item or creature. If a ghost or of ninth level or lower is bound to the item or creature via its rejuvenation ability, it cannot rejuvenate if it's destroyed. This chain can't impede a ghost's rejuvenation that's tied to an area, only to an item or creature. At the GM's discretion... Well, we won't worry about the GM's discretion. So it sounds like maybe you would place this on the statue and it would keep Fussy Budget from uh, re- regenerating. That's probably the safest thing to try. It sounds like a lot safer than trying to put it on the actual uh, ghost. Yeah, I mean, that would be the other option. We like like, wait for him to regenerate and then try to put it on him while we're fighting him. I mean, I don't know. And how much is it it worth? On the other hand, it is is worth 650 gold. That's the sell price? Huh. Yes, we would get, if we wanted to sell it, we'd get 325 for it. Oh. Chaotic greedy. Yes. It's also fairly heavy. (laughs) It's bulk two. So I, I I would vote to return it to its rightful place. I yeah, this, this is yeah. A, I think we is, should put the gentleman to rest. I yeah, think, yeah, and it's a relic from back from what's his name? Uh, the god, the good god, Aridin. Yeah, Aridin. It's, it's it's a relic from Aridin. Aridin was a very good god. We like that. Stolen so. property. Return stolen property. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's um that's it for this room that you can find that's worth anything. So, on to the next rooms, I guess. Maybe the little barracks right. to the left would be a choice, or... You guys should heal up again. You're wandering around the dungeon. Two guys, still not healing. Oh, I thought we were going to uh, do the yeah. hand-waving heal while we were doing that. Right. But... Is that done well, now? Well, I mean... Is that, is that so done? So give yourself sure. some health. Sure, yeah. I can say it's done. Everyone's healed up enough. All right, you go back into the main hallway. There's the bloodletting hall. And uh, there's the doorway to the left, the west, where the... How do we feel about the left? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's do the it. initiates okay. were... I think that's going to be empty. Yeah. Okay. You go into that room. Let's see what you find. There should be a whole bunch of bodies outside this there door. Are. <laughs> this tight quarter seems to double back on itself. Spewed all about the floor in alcoves are bedrolls and sleeping pallets while makeshift hammocks hang from the walls at random intervals. A foul stench wafts along a breeze coming from the northern wall. Huh. Dougie's going to search. He's going to go to the west end of this loop. He's going to search these walls. There's some symmetry going on. Unless there's a door there that I can't see. The map doesn't show any doors. I'm, I'm looking for doors. His. Uh... I'm going to take a peek out towards Stinky Land up north. Okay, so Stinky Land, you can see that that is, looks like it, hold on a second. Yeah, it looks like that that is a a small hole, and it looks like they throw all their refuge and other mm, junk and, uh, you know, things, uh, foulness down that. Oh, so it's their trash receptacle slash bathroom. Yes, exactly. It's like the trash receptacle bathroom. Because then it like falls into the the depths. It's like there's a little ledge, and then it falls down. So you smell whatever has been piling up below, and it's wafting into this place. Dougie, to the east, you see a blood-stained, tattered tapestry hung on the eastern wall of the western side 
of the hallway. It is the only, like, kind of nice thing in here. Everything else is kind of gross. Uh, there's not really that many decorations, but that you do notice. And the tapestry is to the west or the east of me? The east oh, of you. Okay. I will open that because that's probably a barracks. You pull the tapestry aside, and the wall behind the tapestry looks ordinary enough, but you notice that there's dark holes that dot the surfaces and go all the way through the wall. Uh-oh. All right, so I'm going to check for traps. Those are dart holes, probably. You you check for traps. You do not think there's any traps, but you hear something bizarre. Uh, I listen to whatever is bizarre. If you listen really carefully, and everyone's really, really quiet... I can hear Gomez breathing. You can hear music. Oh, that's creepy. Ew. Guys, we have music here. This could be, uh... Boy, this is where the guards came from. Is there anything on the west wall? I'm, I'm checking the west wall. Yeah, yeah, you check the west wall. There's nothing there. All right. And uh, this doesn't look like an actual door. There's nothing there. But you can actually look into it a little. And you see it's like a small hallway that goes maybe about 10 feet to the east. Oh. And you see a ladder on the floor. Oh, dear. Okay, so, and it goes down? Yes. Okay, okay, so that's another... All right, so that's how we die. <laughs> this is where we go to if we want to go down. Okay, so that's... We, we is can that a secret door? Yeah, well... Mm, it's not a secret door. There's little holes in the wall, and you can hear very faintly music coming from below where the ladder goes down into. It just It's literally just holes in a wall. Wait a minute. Does somebody have some, like, gaseous, uh, uh, a potion of gaseous or, or ability of gaseous? No. I seem to think we want someone had that. Well, there's that I, I mist form. Yeah, there's that, that mist form potion, but that only gives you kind of concealment. That's yeah. kind of, like, natural uh, gaseous. All right. Well, shoot. Uh, do you have a minion, Seth? Uh, Gomez? Does Gomez have a minion that could uh, go through that? I actually do have the capacity for one more minion. Hold on a second. Ooh! <laughs> I have exactly one slot left for summon elemental. How about that? Second level spell. How long do those elementals last? Not not very long. I mean, all we need to do is Ten have... minutes, maybe? Oh, that's it could be one minute. We need to just send him down that uh, ladder, down that hole, and come back and report. Do they have any means of communication to you? They uh, might yeah, they talk. Be stupid. Do they? Yep. Oh, it's recon. Re- remember the, remember the guy. Uh, remember the guy who put out the fire? Uh, yes, I do. I remember like him that. saving my yeah, ass. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Remember, the, remember the guy. Remember was... the guy that helped us rob the bank, where we were, like he took oh. my little chest and went in there and loaded all right. it all up. Let's get that guy. That. that guy was a rock solid. Uh, rock solid dude. Cool okay, guy. which what what flavor was he? I forget. Here, hold on a second. Well, one guy was. Uh, oh wow. What the water method? Yeah, the water method. Oh, the water need. method. We need we need an air one. I think. Yeah, or hold on a second. I got it. I'm like looking up the spell here to get it. I mean, if there's little holes here, this actually might be the the back way in. All right, so let's see. We have our choices of air method, 
Earth Memphis, Fire Memphis, and Water Memphis. Well, air is probably the one that makes most sense. I don't know if they can go through those small holes, though. Let's take a look. Uh, where is he? He is, he is size small. I don't know if that's small enough. These are pinholes. These are All like, right. yeah, they're, that's no yeah, good. They're, they're, not, they're, that's um, good. they're literally, there's a lot of them. There's a whole bunch of like pinholes. Does it look like a trap? No. Now, somebody probably uses this as a, a gaseous, you know, like a, this is basically their pass through an area. If they're, if they're being pursued or they're evading, they can get through this. I bet you have the potion of gaseous form on I them. suspect vampire. Earth uh, Memphis oh, does have true, melded yeah. to stone, and so it can travel through stone. That should work. So you want me to summon up an yeah. Earth Memphis? Have a little conversation with him. Yeah, send him down there. Well, yeah. send him in the room. I, I'd like. I'm curious. Maybe there's a latch or something on the other on the other side. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. I'll give it a shot. All right. So I, I cast summon elemental and summon an Earth Memphis. He needs a good name. Little Earth method appears. It's like, hello, master. Yeah, was the other guy Zarathath the, the the magnificent one of the? Yes, I think you, one of you had a whole bunch name. of fancy names for all of them. <laughs> well, yeah, the boiler of kettles, the teapot terror. I think he was the water method. Uh, this one has to be. Uh, that, that's a cold method. Uh, uh, this is good. Aglofax, Prince of Pungency, the viscous one, the forever stain. I think that is perfect for him. Aglofax. Uh, what do we want Aglofax to do? Uh, we want him to go down. Let's see. Spend, go down for three minutes as far as he can and report all the, uh, what I guess what he sees. Like we, we want, we want to intel on monsters, right? Uh, of, of uh, humans, especially like bound humans being tortured or something. Okay, so uh, so uh, so I say, Aglofax, can you go down the passageway that these holes lead to uh, for three minutes and come back and t- and tell us uh, like and tell us what you've encountered? He looks at you and just shakes his head, and then he talks back, and it sounds like rocks grating Ooh, against each other because he's speaking Terran, and we don't speak Terran. Do we have? Uh-huh. A, uh, do, does anybody here like have have language? Understand languageness? Negative. Uh, probably. But doesn't speak common also? Nope. Uh, he just speaks Damn. Terror. You have a comprehend language scroll. I do? Is that for Basil does. I, I don't. Yeah, I know Basil do has something. we still some, have that? Or? I think Basil has something he can understand. Well, that's how written. we had to use that to talk to the Roper way back when. I didn't know that we were. Fre- I don't know that we were fresh. I think you got a new one. Yeah, I think you did. You have a level three comprehend language scroll still. And is that is that two way communication? Level three would be two way communication. All right, is it worth blowing that for this little scouting mission? We'll probably never use it for anything else. I mean, it's up to you guys. It's it's not a scroll that I can use. We're gonna cash in loot. You know, how much does it cost? It basically it's just how much does it cost to buy another one. Thirty. They're thirty gold. I guess we can use it. I mean, all right. So do, do, do you do it? You do it. You do it. Yeah, I'm just seeing if it can be cast on somebody else or if it's only on me. Ah, it targets one creature. You can cast it on anyone you want. All right, then I will cast it on Gomez. Okay. Okay. So you can talk to your minion. 
You Hello, can, minion. Hello, and then you realize you, you, you accidentally um, you gave him the wrong language. You're like, uh, no, no, I'm not Abyssal Terran. Oh, oh no, I'm speaking Pig Latin. Aglofax, <laughs> can you go? Can you go and go down this passage where the where these little holes lead for three minutes, and then come back and report what you've encountered? Yes, master. You speak excellent Terran. How long does this comprehend languages last? I'm sorry. One hour. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go. He like burrows right through the wall. Actually, goes like right on the ground and just disappears. Yeah. You got three minutes to kill. What do you do? More looting. More searching. <laughs> You're looking around the sleeping hall. There's nothing of value in this place. It obviously was where they slept, and it's you know pretty disgusting. But there's nothing here other than. The occasional dirty clothing and, you know, flea oh, I infested. Have to, I, have to, I have to. I have to. This is actually terrible. I have to amend my. Uh, I have to amend my orders. I was like, "Fellow flex, wait, wait, wait." Uh, what I, I said three minutes. I mean thirty seconds, as fast as you can, and then come back because <laughs> I, I can sustain him for up to one minute. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes did sound he like a disappear, long time. and he never comes back again. So we'll say he comes back quite quickly. You only have a few seconds left between all that, and all right. So, did you did you encounter any creatures? Yes, yes, many creatures. Tell us quickly, and then he vanishes. Oh <laughs> uh, no! Tell us quickly, quickly. What did you encounter? There's a room with very, very loud sound coming. It was excruciating, and there was these two very big creatures made of skin and big sword arms and this one little creepy creature sewing skin together and then he disappears it's like right before he disappears i'm like quick you two guys start sparring we have to we, we have to get into combat mode so six seconds lasts for two hours for conversational purposes <laughs> <laughs> well you got enough that's uh that was more than enough so yes that's what he tells you uh all right so that's it then so basil notices that the wall is actually pretty weak that it's not a door but between the holes and all of the earth gliding it could probably be smashed through pretty easily i'll point that out but i don't think we necessarily want to do no. that because then it'll no. just not alert whoever's no. below to our presence yeah I, I agree i like like i see our primary concern right now is is, is Looting, yeah, looting, and getting out and yeah. recovering, and yeah. anything else, anything else is is a note. Anything else is just a note for later. A pin, yeah. put a pin in it for later. We need, yeah, we need to clear this whole level. Okay. Other than that, there's nothing else uh, that you see in that area, and you can go back to the main area. Yeah, we rifle through those bodies. That you know, we're not leaving any bodies un. Unrifled. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking for the Greyhawk. We Greyhawk. I don't want. I don't want to say untouched because that's kind of creepy. But Wait, what about this to the north? Did we go to the north here? No. No, we're no. We didn't go there. I honestly, we got traps. Oh, this. Well, this area to the north. Yeah, that's Basil looked at it. That's sort of like the bathroom. Oh right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> so you're in well one one room at a time because there is a little bit of things. So which room do you want to do? You want to do the bloodletting hall is that where you want to go next and there's yeah there's a room to the north over here that you have uh to. ping the map where the bloodletting hall is uh the bloodletting hall is the grate of blood that is covered with meat hooks 
and there's, you know, things falling down. Seems like we're there. Yeah, you're yeah, you're you're yeah, right okay. there. Yeah, we didn't really explore it because we got jumped right into a fight. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You well, didn't really yeah, explore. This is what we want to check out. Yeah, I'll take a peek down and see what I can see. You see something. Okay. You see something quite Look, quite obvious up at me. No. But you can use your perception. Let's do it. Do you want to know what you're saying? I'll roll perception. I, I do. Your perception sucks. You get some blood in your eye. 16. That's awesome. That's, that's about terrible. That's double digits. <laughs> that's a terrible perception. Uh, Dougie, I'll show you. You rolled a two. Yeah, Dougie, I'll do it. Dougie, I'll do it. <laughs> I know, but you know, anything double digits, I'm happy about. <laughs> How are you so cursed, Chris? How is it every know. single roll? Here comes Dougie's. Oh my god! <laughs> I rolled a one and got a 17. Dougie, wow. Dougie can't see through the the bubbles of blood that Ugh. are caking. We don't need to grate. do that. We can look later. That's Ew. disgusting. Okay. I would like to look again. <laughs> you can look again. Oh my okay, look you? down here. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> Not loot. Not loot. We care about loot. Not loot. Pin and that. Oh, there we go. Now we're talking. Lomang finally like. And Dougie oh, too. there's a thirty-six. Wow, natural. Look, everyone's rolling. <laughs> Everyone's, everyone's like started to peek down there before you couldn't quite get an angle, but now you get the angle, and you can see. You look down, and twenty feet below, you see a bubbling pool of half congealed blood that takes up an enormous room, and but it looks like it's about thirty feet long and twenty feet wide. And it appears to be at least several feet deep. But what is the most striking thing is that you see someone in the pool. It's not just one person. It's a few people. Oh, no. Are they alive? Oh, yeah. It looks like they're bathing in the pool of blood. Oh, God. Hot tub party. It's a hot tub party. These guys are evil. What do, you, what do you do? Do you want to look I, more closely? Uh, well... Yeah, what are they? What kind of creatures? My perception is 36. That's my role. Everyone so. looks, and you see... You can look in handouts, and I will tell you what you see. In the pool of blood, it's hard to tell because they look so much like the blood. You see four creatures that look like they're flayed humans that have all their blood vessels exposed... It looks like the screaming thing you saw before, but unlike that one, which was in terrible shape, these look perfect. They literally look like humanoids that have all their skin removed and their blood vessels are flowing sort of like snakes in and out of their body. And there's four of them, and they appear to be guarding a very, very large woman who is literally relaxing in the blood almost as if she is... Meditating. Wow. They look a little like pain. <laughs> you see a... We, we gotta come back and kill that. Yeah. You see a enormous woman. She is... Let me see if I can give agency to the description. Hold on a second. Yes, it's, she's an absolutely massive woman. Probably nearly seven feet tall. Almost like an orc, if you will. But she's definitely humanoid. She is covered in spikes and rings 
and cleavers and chains. And she's literally just sitting and bathing in the blood while the other four creatures are just standing around her almost as guards. And that is what you see below you. And there's a wow. picture in handouts of what she looks like. She's got a big hook thing she's, and a chain. She's got fangs. It's very vampirish. Wow. wow. All right. Well, let's. Uh, she's got the uh, the war razor. I can see that. Oh man, she's got the hook. And the things that were uh, guarding her. Have we seen those? They, they look like skin saw. Yeah, the ones above. You've never seen these before. Oh, this uh-huh. is this is the one above her. It's, it's the filleted humans with blood oh, vessels. Man. You know, just undulating out of them. Wow. Well, that'll be a preview of. Uh, can I do an occultism check to see if I know anything about what sort of benefits one might be trying to get from bathing in blood like this? Uh, sure. Well, you can tell that these are obviously members of Norgerber, and you aren't exactly sure why they're doing this. But it looks like that this is a blood pool that might have some supernatural powers. You're not sure, but you would have to guess that this blood was let in Norgaber's name, and it probably gives them some powers of some sort. Oh, I have some plans for these people. They, these people are evil. I have some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. do, oh, do I have... Oh, am I going to go shopping? Oh, how I'm going to go shopping. I, I have a feeling whatever those plans are, I think I like them. I yes. think I'm on board with them. Oh, I've got Are you going to arrest them? Uh, yeah, well... Uh, n- well, maybe. I'll arrest what's left of them. You you Shall are me? a police officer. A police officer has yes. rules. <laughs> <laughs> Does the plan uh, rhyme with fireball? By <laughs> yeah, uh, it's going to involve uh, of uh, impurifying that blood pool with probably a, a, a flammable uh, liquid. I would say I'm going to use my own. I have a skill. I'm going to see if I can tell what type of creature she is. I believe I have an occult. Yeah, sure. You actually, you look carefully. She's human. (laughs) She's just an enormous human. That's it. Nothing special. Really? Obviously, worshipping Nogaber has probably given her some special abilities. She's not undead. Wow. That's interesting. Okay. Well, that's good information. All right. Well, I still have my shopping list ready. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, this is definitely for another day. I think yeah, we, what, definitely. What do we see yeah. north? We don't really want to draw her attention. Yeah, ironically, she definitely heard everything going on up here, but it looks like she is just relaxing in her blood spa with her four buddies, and that's it. That's all you can see here. The blood, by the way, appears to be at least three feet deep. So th- it's a massive pool. Massive. I don't want to go north. This 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 is this could be encounters. I, I I feel like it could be encounters. What do you I guys wonder think? if this is the Skinner. I mean, the Skinner is supposed to be female. I mean, oh, um, always guarded. Actually, part of the info dump we got from the defector says on the lower level, guarded by flayed humanoids with exposed muscles. Ah, so there Ew. it is. So yeah. this is the Skinner. That's the Skinner. All yeah. right, let's, let's yeah. see what's up here. Sorry, oh. I went back and read our notes while we were thinking about all this. Lomang. <gasps> Lomang. 
do yeah. it. You went into the room. Oh, yeah, why, 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 why? It's okay. This is what he sees. It's a good one. Oh, it's a good room, Lomang. I'm proud I'm of scared. you. I'm scared. I'm proud of you. I'm not scared. Four blood-stained stone slabs hoisted on three-foot-tall stone legs occupy the center of this crumbling square chamber. To the south, someone has carelessly tossed together a pile of fine clothing, flimsy paperback books, scraps of parchment, and bits of jewelry. In the southeastern corner, a jagged two-foot-wide hole in the wall, its perimeter filth-stained and speckled with dried refuge, appears to descend into the darkness. A corridor leads to the west, before branching, which is where you came from, and a wife hall, a wife hall? I never heard of that before. A wife hall leads to another room to the east. You also see, and you've seen this before, one of these little dig widgets. This was the thing that was trying to break into the bank vault. But it actually, instead of having lots of bank robbing accessories, it seems to have a broom and mop. And it's just mindlessly trying to clean up the copious amounts of gore on the floor. Oh, I like that they actually have someone cleaning up. They have a Roomba. That's right. Nice. A Roomba. <laughs> Roomba of the damned. Yeah, Roomba for blood. That door to the west of me, we've been into that room, yes? You can wow. open it. Yeah. yeah, that was the main... That was Violetta's room. Oh, right, okay. There you go. Violetta's room. Okay, uh, I tell these guys, hey, there's a uh, there's one of those widgets. It's a construct that's in here. It seems to be cleaning this room. Is not no, nothing else in here except for refuse. Yeah, I'm I'm all about leaving things be. I'm yeah, very you much see about a pile of fine clothing, books, parchment, and jewelry in the um, ah. In I the like south. that. I gotta go check that out. Yeah, I I kind of don't want to look anywhere that doesn't have a body loot and not mess with I anything the plan we haven't was messed to... with completely look at over this whole level and then, then go home. I have one first level spell slot left. Like, I don't, I, like, I think we're done uh, with all the blood. It's kind of awful to say bleeding encounters, but well, I, I feel very bad about that. Grab that stuff and run out of the room. <laughs> it's a huge pile. Is it, oh, uh, is it, uh, yeah. oh, it's a huge pile. Oh, okay. And like, don't we have a whole other section south of us to loot? Yeah, but we got two people in well, there. Oh, we're already in here, and it doesn't seem like it's reacting to us. Do you want to go through the pile real quick? Just don't yes. make a mess. Don't Just make a mess, because that thing will go aggro if you make a mess. Yeah, the weak, the, the, nice the, the dig widget is literally just trying to clean up. There appears to be, this appears to be a processing chamber of some sort, and this looks like where um, there's a lot of, this is just appears to be where they sort of take the bodies and take off all their clothes and their other items, dump them here and then there seems to be a chute in the southeast corner that's absolutely revolting and it looks like that is where they throw various body parts down. Alright, I'm going to search for traps over here. Okay. okay, it's it's a stairway. Yes, you find a stairway going down to the east and it's a spiral stairwell. All right, some more stairs to death. Stairway to hell. It is. Basil, you see down that chute. It's just filled with body parts, waste, rotten food, and every other horrific thing you can think of. All right, I'm going to get away from that. I'm going to help Lomang look through the pile of stuff. 
Okay, so Look, I found gems. I found jewelry. I found okay. diamonds. Look at that. Okay, you, you, you're going through it. It's a huge pile of clothes, and these obviously belong to some of the victims that they've been kidnapping and processing here. It's everything from beggar clothes to nice clothes and so forth. You would probably want to at least get some of these and maybe bring them back for the evidence locker or at least throw them maybe into your bag of holding. You would know that the gray cloaks in your precinct would want as much evidence of who was taken, especially if you could return it to their family yeah, members. That's a good idea. So I you like do it. see small pieces of jewelry, but you do know that that is probably off limits. That should go to the family members. So that should just probably all go into a bag of holding if you want to. Yeah, so let's just dump everything into the bag yeah, of holding. scoop up as much of this as possible. Right. Okay. Hmm. Keeping an eye on the week, the dig widget while we do it. The dig widget is literally ignoring you. It just It's literally just going around and just cleaning up. <laughs> I don't know. It might freak out if we take its stuff. True. True. It appears to be mostly broken, and it's in kind of bad shape. And Basil can see, like, it could fight, but not very efficiently. It seems to literally just been replaced as a cleaning servant. Hmm. Does it look evil at all? It's, no, it's a construct. A con it's a construct that has no look to it. All right. it, it it's R2-D2. Does R2-D2 look evil? <laughs> He's cute. He's actually good. Yeah. Uh, where else? <laughs> I think we've done this oh, whole no. map, right? Oh, no, 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 no. What are we missing? We got plenty of stuff. We got... A lot of stuff to the south. All right, yeah, southwest. A lot of stuff to the south. A lot yeah, of this stuff. is where the <laughs> ants, we still haven't even searched the bodies where, where those ant swarms came from. Well, to the south of Dougie is the armory. Yeah, the armory and we haven't searched. We have, Yeah, there's uh, a ton of cubies, cubicles in here, and there's just a lot in this place. Uh, right. Plus, so there's all the, the dead bodies. So yes, the 15 by 20 foot chamber, it is it appears to be the armory. There's cubbies in here, and it looks like uh, there are some items in some of the various cubbies and cupboards. Let's see, there are, let's see, it's literally like camp. Remember like you go to camp and you have like a little hole or you go to a party? And the kids would, like, put their shoes in there and, like, you know, their stuff. And then you go, like, to the party and then you come back. That's what it is. It's literally where they put their stuff. It's a cubbyhole. It's cubbyholes. In front of you, Lomang, you see a sickle that's leaning against the cubby's back wall. And on the cubby, it literally has the name of it. And the name is Gubs. Mm. It's Gubs Sickle. You also see, let's see, there's some... Search Vials, the gubs. Yeah, we, we went gubs. Tanglefoot bags, there's talismans, there's potions, there's weapons, armor. There's a lot here. Tons, oh, yeah. tons and stuff. We take all that stuff. I hope we didn't accidentally kill gubs. <laughs> no, gub oh, that's true. Well what what what's in gubs stuff? I wanna see. There, there might be some uh mention of where he trapped things, like a list of where not for gubs to go. Yeah, there, as I said, there's a sickle out of Gub's cubbyhole, and it's magical that you can tell right away. There's some other things in there. What's what's uh, what's the magic? Is it plus one blade? Do you take it? You have to like take it. Plus one yeah. striking. Yeah, I take it. Yeah. Uh, okay. As soon as you take it, 
the trap goes off as there was a hidden string connected to a stack of bricks above and pulling it out causes the cubby to collapse on itself and hit everyone in that area. Who's that? Basil, Lomang, and Gomez. <laughs> Gomez is now Gomez is now in the corner. You guys all fell for it. Remember Gubbs? He was in charge of the traps. That's why I went into there. And because he, I figured he, there'd be a... He doesn't want anyone touching his stuff. Well, guys, I found the trap. Everyone give me a reflex save. Now I get a bonus for, for you avoiding do. traps. You okay. Yeah, All you right, get a so huge I'm bonus. Just... Lomang, Lomang. Oh, man, you just... Wow. Don't dodge out of the way. You dodge out of the way. You don't get hit by a single... Oh! <laughs> I'm going to re-roll that. I'm going to re-roll that. <laughs> Your hero point is you got a zero. You got a yeah. one. Yeah, that's a critical failure. Critical failure. Oh, oh, that's a little better. That's a little better. Okay. You originally almost got hit in the face with a brick, but you dodge out of the way. Lomang, you dodge out of the way and take zero damage. Nice. Now, Basil, you're not quite as fast, so you take half damage as a few bricks just pummel you and take some more feathers off of you. You take 10 points of damage. It's not that bad. And the good news is the trap seems to have been set off and the sickle is now safe to take. So there Screw you, go. you, Gubs. Great. So I take the sickle. Okay. <laughs> you have a sickle. You um you do a little bit of gray hawking. There's a lot in here. It looks like it's gonna be like twenty bulk worth of equipment if you try to take it all. Wow. Oh you know what? We have that bag. We got that bag. Yeah, but it's running out of room. A bag of holding does not hold that much. Yeah, how much does a bag of holding hold? You definitely a bag of holding is twenty five bulk, and you guys definitely got stuff in there. So, I have a chest, a feather token chest. That is an additional. That is an additional ten bulk. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> nice. You got Dougie fe- can carry quite a bit. Dougie you got can a carry feather a lot. token for everything. Absolutely. Okay. I, I'm waiting. For the day, I'm waiting for the day when the tree legitimately comes into play. I'm waiting for that day. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it's going to happen, but it will happen eventually. Oh, it will. But I will say that. Yeah. I mean, it's normally I wouldn't be a stickler, but twenty pat the twenty bulk is all. It's basically you're taking an armory, so you definitely need uh, some place to put so this stuff. I can carry a lot. Dougie thinks he can carry a lot. I can. I can carry fourteen bulk. Yeah, but how much bulk That's do you it? have on you already? Five. So that's not. You have no way you have five bulk on you. There's no way. Uh, yeah, I have five bulk. I don't have anything. So back to the original question do you identify the sickle, Jason? Yes, I do. It is. Muttering at gubs under my breath, but yes. It is a plus one striking sickle. All right. All right. Sickles, by the way, do sick, sick damage, but. Sickle damage? They do sickle cell anemia damage. You also notice, I'm just going to give it to you because they're so easy. The DCs are literally like almost free for you, Jason. Or Basil, should I say? Fair enough. Three moderate alchemist fires, three moderate tangle foot bags, one moderate healing potion. There's one potion. Which you're not sure of, but let's see. Actually, you're supposed to have alchemy to the identify potions, so 
I don't know if you could identify potions. Well, I've drunk oh, so crafting, many right? potions. Yeah, I have crafting. Oh, yeah, you can do it. That's a potion of quickness. And then you find something really cool. You find two of these. I will text them to you. You find these two black strands of leather that's tied to look like a peace knot. And these are magical. Paste knot? What is a paste knot? Peace knot. Oh, oh peace knot. Oh. Peace knot. What's a peace knot? Yeah, what is a peace knot? <laughs> I don't know. Some hippie thing. <laughs> Some hippie thing. They were popular in the 60s. A peace knot is literally a peace symbol in the form of a knot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I think so it was one of like, those Celtic multi layered knot type thing. Um, symbols. Sure. What is that? Never heard of that. Two black leather strands. Well, Jason, I sent it to you. What it's it basically, is. it's this is a, it's a talisman that adds, it can add bleed damage to a, a creature. <gasps> if you damage a flat-footed creature using the weapon and or an expert with the weapon, you can add bleed damage by using the talisman. Is that a one-time thing? Or yes. is that Oh. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a, a talisman, consumable. so it's a single-use thing. Yeah, I don't know how talismans work. Uh, if you have the twist the knife feat, the talisman instead deals persistent damage, bleed damage equal to your sneak attack damage. Mm. You need to be an expert with the effective, yeah. with the weapon that you're attaching it to. It's called a murderer's knot, and basically all these talismans are is one-time buffs. You know, for on your the other hand, they're, they sell for sixty-six gold. Yeah, there. That's so, what we're that's talking. Good. Alright, cool. Anything and else? Let's see. Otherwise, the mundane weapons and armor that weighs 20 bulk, and you could just stuff that in your sack and go. And that is all you find. Oh, there's bricks. Do you want to bring the bricks? How much bricks? How many bricks? Enough bricks to uh, <laughs> the cause, back. To, to cause uh, 4d6 plus 10 bludgeoning damage. More bricks than the strongest man can carry. <laughs> I think this room... Is the only room uh, to the west by these doors where we uh, put the uh, beat down on those demons? Oh, uh, what was it? And there was nothing in that room to our to the east. Well, that's the way out. We'll go that way out. Okay. All right. Yep, I'm for it. That is the corridor that has fine gravel spewed across the floor, and this is where there is six matching chairs, low shelves covered with boxes. And this is where they were playing cards. And you see Absalon-themed Harrow cards. And they are now all over the floor because, well, you interrupted them in their game. So, there you go. They have interrupted them with a fireball, so yeah. <laughs> they may be a little singed. Yeah, yeah the, these are probably all... The shelves up. in the alcove are stacked with boxes, baskets, and buckets. While everybody is working, I absolutely use Prestidigitation to gather up the cards and do card tricks. Nice. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of boxes, baskets, and buckets. <laughs> so this is going to take a little while if you want to go through it all. But there's uh, yeah, there's a fair take amount. A little while then. We're going to go through it. Okay. So it's all fun. okay. We don't have to be neat in this area. We can do it. We can give it a uh, the uh, what, what what's what is the uh, search term for police when they go through the house? I don't know. Anyway, sweep and search. clear. Yeah, something like that. Okay, you just start taking them and dumping them on the floor, and like yeah, you dump yeah. it on the table and sort through it. Yeah, D- Dougie, pick a card. <laughs> pick, a card, yeah. pick a card. Pick one in the middle. 
It is the Hanged Man. It's not? Is that your card? I don't want it to be the Hangman. That doesn't sound like a good tarot card. No, this one's the uh, Paradise. I got Paradise. Oh, man, I got to work on that trick. You um, start dumping it out, and it's a complete mishmash of junk. There's, like, scraps of fabric. There's nails. Oof, nails. Yeah, there's, like, tools in here. It is a complete mishmash of everything you would find in your junk drawer. And the boxes, baskets, and buckets are completely filled. It's like Bed Bath & Beyond, only this one is boxes, baskets, and buckets. So there you go. Does uh, anyone have Detect Magic? I don't know if how it works. Not me. Yeah, it was in Battle Lab like six seconds, whatever. That's identify an item that's already been identified as magic. Oh, uh, necessarily... I, I have the I have the read aura, so if it has an aura, we can put two and two together. Yes. After dumping it out for about ten minutes, you find a couple of things that are um, giving off some auras. Oh god, this is the best ever. All right, so I, so love this I, I, I say these things have auras, Basil, and uh, all right, I'll start taking a look at them. Yeah. I want everything in this room. The identify omatic. <laughs> you because find... the nails aren't nailed down. <laughs> You're little, I'm taking the nails with <laughs> uh, There's a brown sack, and inside the brown sack, you find a dust of disappearance. Ooh. You also find what looks like a battered, muddy serving platter, <gasps> but it's actually a... Serving platter. Spine shields. Five jagged spines protect the surface of the steel shield. The spines are a plus one striking shield. So you can... Oh, this thing's pretty cool. You can actually use this to do damage to people who attack you. <laughs> it's a spiked shield. Magical spiked shield. So none of us can use that. Oh, uh, whoa. Wait a minute. How much is that? 360 gold pieces. Oh, that's what we like. Yes. And the spines on the shield, they regenerate. So what happens is you use shield block... And the spines take damage before the shield does. And when the shield would take damage, one spine snaps off per six damage, reducing damage by six. So let's see. It's like a porcupine. Yeah, it's like a porcupine. So the shield takes damage before... The spines take damage before the shields do. And you can also shoot one of the spines from the shield into a target. (laughs) That's pretty cool. That's really cool. I wish I used shields. Yeah, it's kind of neat. I never saw that before. Spine shield. I'm going to FedEx it to Brixley in the other game. There you go. Yes. <laughs> so okay. You also find a grim trophy talisman, but those are those are diamond dozen you found those before. I think it's like that a little shrunken head. And I believe I closed this door. You know what? Hmm. This door was broken down, wasn't it? Yes, that doors was broken down. And that is leading to the main area that you've been. That's where the guards were stationed. I'm so going to jump through the door. You jump through the front of the door. Yeah. And let's see. And the balcony cliff. The trap. Yep. This is uh, the balcony cliff. This appears to be the front door. And there's a huge rocky ledge plus some rough stairs. And it looks like this is where they were guarding because... It's open to outside the elements where anyone can sneak in or jump in like you could have, if you remember. But everyone's dead. 
no more people. Wasn't this like a chasm, like to like the abyss or something? Yeah, that's the chasm to oh. that goes to the Starstone Citadel. Okay, so is there any like banners or things lying around on the ground that might be have an no. aura? No, there's <laughs> nothing here. Okay. It looks like you've done a pretty good job. You've greyhawked the rooms. And now I it's all left. the door. <laughs> all that's left is, well, the good old bodies. <laughs> yeah, we go through the bodies. Do you want to do one room at a time, or how is the easiest way you want to go? I'm just going to tell you. Okay. So okay. on the murders, bless, bless you. <laughs> you find five plus one short swords, five leather armors. Ten daggers, five silver religious symbols of Norgaber, five skin saw masks, five war razors. On uh, the seamers, there's the seamstresses that you killed. You find they all have the same thing. It, it's all a combination of razors, masks, and daggers. <laughs> it's like everything you find is that is that combination of things. So there you go, and it's just going to be worth money. Money, 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 money. I like it. Mm-hmm. So, one thing to note, I have five sacks on me, and I also have my lifting belt, a magical belt of lifting, which lets me carry lots more stuff. So, like, basically we could load up a bunch of sacks of stuff, anything nice. that can fit into his chest or into... Any, Hell yeah. Like, yeah, we can carry all this stuff. Like, we, I got, like, a huge amount of bulk. I yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you'll, you'll be carrying a lot, too. Well, I have I have a magic item that makes me carry more than you by a lot. Well, uh, maybe, maybe. I'm not so much a carrying person. I can carry <laughs> I can carry 15 bulk before becoming encumbered. Holy crap! Before becoming encumbered, that's yes. pretty, that's pretty good. All right, well, all these things, the, the junk drawer. I think like all these tools, you got all these nails. We could always use nails. I mean. No. I think we... <laughs> wait, did we check every room, pretty much? In, in this... Well, no. Uh, there's the room with the Iron Maiden. We were rushing through this one. Yeah, you actually did rush through that room. That was the Iron Maiden room. And the torture that chamber. was the torture chamber. It's all the way to the east, guys. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you that you go through it real quick, and there's nothing of worth in that place other than the uh, torture implements, which you can't really use. I'm cursed to always think of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure when somebody says Iron Maiden now. <laughs> Still haven't seen the movie, so I'm really? cursed. Nope. I've tried. I, I, I don't particularly find them amusing, so I never did. So so where else, where else to loot? I think uh, we just got to pick up those guys, and you know what? There's that stupid uh, dude that we have to rescue. Like in, remember That's later, the statue though, right? room? Well, that, no. the that people... kind of after... Yeah. Well, the people in the statue room. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the sanctuary. Yeah, we have to escort the prisoners out. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go down to the sanctuary and get those prisoners. But yeah, we them. can't fight the Eldritch Horror thing at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. No. Hold on. What about over here? Where, where over that? over that's where? Not on, that's not on our map that was provided, I don't believe. Hold on. Where are you? over here. Yeah, we, we went yeah, here. We're here. Yeah, we went through that. That's just, yeah, I mean, if you want, you, you've gone through that area. That's the southern. That's how you get, yeah, that's the, the back door area. Is this room where he's, where I'm pinging? Have we, yeah, we've searched this room, right? Yeah, the, that room is, you've searched, that is, hold on, that's the back room. And that's where the secret door was. 
you have found every single thing, and I just pasted it into... Not including what the Roper has. Yeah, you no, have not. Fun. You have found everything you think you can find so far. Yeah, you, Roper. you did not get anything from the Roper. There's yep. still creatures yep. in the yep. underground which you have not encountered. If you wish to more thoroughly explore there, and then you go back into the the hidden room where you left the prisoners, and they're both they're both fast asleep. Too much stress for being tortured nearly to death. Oh, that's Do you good. want to? They're adorable when they're sleeping. Do the necklace thing as we leave, or how do we? Well, oh yeah. My only Let's concern. Now, yeah. My only concern would be is if it somehow decides if nah. doing the necklace thing involves fighting it. Nah. And then we got no healing. Nah, I would not do that. They they love us. They would. All be right. Very so I mean, so you think we should just we should just leave, put them to safety. Let's get rest and recuperate. And then the first thing we do is the statue. Uh, I, I'd rather do the necklace first thing when we're health when we're refreshed. All right. Yeah, like but it. you know what? Also, we don't want to be dragging the prisoners along on that either. True. Yeah, I don't, I don't even is... want to make any decisions after we get refreshed. I want I want to get the prisoners out and get refreshed. And okay. The only counter argument is is in 24 hours that guy is going to resummon. We don't know that. Um. It's 24 hours. We know that. That that's no, we don't. It's been is like it, it's it actually be? been like two or three days, and it hasn't resummoned yet. I think this is on the same day, unless I'm wrong. It's been a few I days, can't but is a rest and recovery going to be 24 hours anyway? We did go back at least once, maybe not two or three days, but I know we went back at least. I, oh, I didn't know we killed it's them been, the first trip. I thought we killed them the second trip. No, it's actually been. It's I think it's been three days since he's come back, but you do know he is going to come back because we came soon. back after we got the. The traitor, the the guy who gave us the intel dump. We came back and took a long rest after that. So that's at least one day. And there might have been a second day after we kind of initially recon after we initially recon and found this room that we're in. You know I think we're on our third day. Yeah, you're right. Alright, let's let's I mean and if he does come it. back then I guess we gotta fight him again. I just think and we that... whooped his ass the first time too. <laughs> and we have it. They have the necklace. I have a feeling once that goes back on the statue, yeah. it, it makes him go away. Yeah, I, I mean it's it, it's a good thing. Like I I don't I can't imagine. I just don't want to take the chance. I just if it, if anything goes sideways with it, I don't know that we're prepared to deal with that. True. All right. So let's, yeah, yeah there's no rush. Yeah, we might as well just go back then. All right. Can we get past this uh, this crazy demon? Let's see. Yeah, it's easy. You just wait till it goes to the other end of the room, and then we run. Yeah, that's right. It was on a script. Are these are these freaked out civilians gonna move they're, when they're, we need them to sleeping. move? They're, they're highly sleeping. trained police individuals. Paul is waking up and telling us time. No, no, these, these, are, these are these, these are, are the other people. We already got they, those guys out. Yeah, these, these are the, these, these are, are the dregs the, of society. Yeah, these are bums that were taken off the street and being tortured. Anyway, we delivered the bum. What are you gonna do? Wake him up. Yeah, let's wake, wake up, him bums. up and let's get him out of here. Uh, yeah, we're going. We're t- we're getting uh, you out of here. Uh, time to go. We're so weak, so tired. Do you, you know what? More food. You can we'll do put it. you on. Can you Lomang. carry us? Well, man, carry him. You've got the that hauling thing. I can carry him. Yes. Okay, please carry <laughs> us. Piggyback. Oh, hey, I have an idea. Like, are they debilitated from hit point loss, or is it just some weird effect? Okay. They are, but to be honest, they're just so mentally drained that it's beyond hit point loss. It's um, psychological, yeah, psychological trauma. trauma. Yes, it's not even 
post-traumatic stress. It's simply traumatic stress. Pretty much. <laughs> There's no post about it. Yeah. We're not even at post yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. Oh my god! All right, because I was gonna, I was gonna burn. Uh, I think I might just do it anyway, just for, just for the. I show think you actually healed them. You healed them before. It's been a long time, but you actually did okay. heal them. They're completely healed up, and you gave them right, food right, and whatever. water. They're just like, exhausted. I have, I have like, I have like twelve gold pieces worth of first level healing scrolls. I was just gonna use them up. <laughs> sure. uh, all right, so let's let's go, let's go, guys. All right, we go. Okay, run, yep. run across. Low Mang, you're like um, Andre the Giant and Princess Bride. You're just carrying them like. One in left arm, one in the right arm. You're like, let's go! Like, <laughs> are you firemen carrying them both? Are they like cords of wood? How do you do that? One on, one under each arm and one piggyback. Firemen carry <laughs> one over each shoulder. Yes. He's like, <laughs> this is what I'm picturing. Lomag's like, okay, we're gonna very quietly go past the Eldritch Har. <laughs> Meanwhile, he has like armor and gear and like plate mail. I got like sacks of stuff. He has a very uh, Baron Munchausen vibe, actually. It's yeah. like, he's like the strong man that just like is carrying yeah, the entire exactly treasure. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're like exactly, and you're just yeah. carrying everything, and you're just like, let's go by. And he's like, as he's walking, you just hear shunk, shunk, shunk. It's just like. <laughs> All this well, treasure. It's inter- yeah, I, I can activate the belt and I can lift an object up to eight bulk as though it were weightless. That's wow. another thing I can do. Uh, well, it doesn't prevent it from making noise. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weightless. You actually you are very Baron Munchausen. You are literally that guy. And like one little piece of loot, like one nail fell off, and you're like, oh, I just have to get that one little nail and put it on the top of the loot and carry it out. And you can't even get through the door because he has so much loot on him. So. I'll say you um, you quickly run by them. Sure enough, the Eldritch Horror, the thing you notice, and you noticed this last time, it seems to be facing south. It seems to always be looking to the south. Right. So that gives us a free opportunity to bolt across. Yeah. So I will say you can just, unless you're going to do something crazy, you can run out of this place. Although, do you have necklaces? For the two other people. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, we have extra. We had extra ones from that room. Yeah, right? you do. You have extras. Yeah. yeah, you have extras. Okay, you put some. You can put some of those on them. I'm not going to be so mean to have them animate and then still start killing it with the. Uh... <laughs> <Fashion>. <laughs> right at the doors of freedom. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're free. We're free. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> You're dead. That, that would be. Even I'm not that mean. All right. Hold on. Let's bring you back. It's kind of how a movie ended. The guy that had to spend the night in the haunted house, he 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 gets free and the gate closes on him and it, they're spiked gates and they kill him. Oh my god! Yeah, he like goes through a two-hour movie worth of horribleness and then that is, I did it! And the the, the, the gates go cling and he goes. Oh. That's yeah. I've seen that. There's a what was that movie? It's like a Vincent Price era. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. I've house, seen House on Haunted Hill or something. No, I saw another one that was very famous is that there was this guy who was convicted and it was like the French Revolution and he was going to have his head cut off at the guillotine. But there's a rule that if the if the executioner dies before the prisoner, then you're set free. Uh-huh. So his wife like seduces the executioner and poisons him, but he only has like a very tiny percent bit of the poison. And then at the and the prisoner's all like, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to die. I, he knew all along his wife was going to do this. And then on the, the guy shows up and he's like coughing. And 
And he's like, he's like, bring up the prisoner. And he's like, no, no, <laughs> no. And he's in the, in the executioner's like barely, he's like barely walking up the stairs and he's like coughing and heaving and they're putting him into the gallows and they're going to cut off his head. And he goes, he's going to die. He's going to die. He's going to die. And then you see the executioner like drop dead, like right on the, on the gallows. He's like, look, he died. He died. And then the doctor comes over and he picks up his arm and he goes, yeah, he's dead. He drops his arm, hits the lever, and cuts off his head. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, damn, man. <laughs> That's brutal. I always thought of that one. I'm like, that was a good story. <laughs> it's very drawn out. It's like a half hour, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. You managed to make it all the way back. Lomang is like getting some weird stares as he's like running through town, carrying just a... Uh, I basically a truck full of loot carrying two people and if it wasn't for the fact that you have uniforms on people would probably be calling the cops on you but um now you managed to make it back and sure enough everyone at the precinct is looking at you I presume you're going back to your precinct or are you yes, going back to the other right one? okay yeah yeah they're all looking at you and they're just like shaking their heads they're like <sighs> Red Squad's at it yep. again. <laughs> Two weeks into the job, and look at the haul they're bringing back. <laughs> Can't even get through the front door. They have so much stuff. Could you guys both hold open the doors? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're back. And the prisoners are exhausted. And they'll take them from you. They have uh, procedures for taking care of the prisoners. They'll also try to debrief them and find out what's going on. They'll feed them, heal them, clothe them, all that stuff. Awesome. And you are free to, well, get a meal from Sharky, because I'm nope. sure you're all very hungry, and rest and relax, oh, and good. go Gomez, through your loots. Gomez, runs to the bathroom immediately. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> there you Sharky, go. Uh, fix something up. We are hungry. We have we've worked up an appetite, and honestly... We've got the dungeon for you. If you want to uh, fill some, I mean, there's some stuff here uh, in this dungeon for you. If you want to uh, join us, I mean, boy, this is a sharky dungeon. Stuff to eat. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no. Look, he, all those I, body parts, if he doesn't mind a little bit, a uh, little uh, gamey uh, meat, then. He doesn't mind. Yeah, I order out. <laughs> I don't have a well, Sharky is starting to franchise. You can get it from uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the Sharky's Machine franchise. Sharky's machine. <laughs> yeah, Sharky's Machine. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's the name of my new franchise, Sharky Machine. You like it? Yeah. God, there's actually a California franchise called Sharky's. Is there? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's Mexican food. Of it's course. also an Ohio franchise called Skyline Chili that that oh, uh, Gary Cohen and horrible. Keith Hernandez keep busting on. <laughs> Horrible. It's horrible food. It's so it's, good. It's bland spaghetti with bland chili on top of it. It's. I think they got a lot of negative comments. People oh, did you say the Skyline Chili? They hated it. They got, it's they got, horrible. Oh, oh, it's really bad funny. food. I mean, it's like, imagine just the blandest chili, like with nothing in it. I've I, had it, and it's good. Oh, God, yeah, Chris. I've been to Ohio many times. Yeah, you like it just because there's no onions in it. Yes, there well, should be onions it does have in every onions. chili. Every every chili should have onions. Onions in are it. optional. So it's bad. not as good as Taco Bell, but it's really good. Oh my god! Yeah, well that says it all. That's that says it all. Yeah, it's better than Chick-fil-A. it's worse than Taco Bell. That that is probably accurate. Yeah, <laughs> you're crazy. Freaking god! I can't believe you sell food. 
you have no say. You don't like spicy. Like you just, you just, you actually don't. Get, yeah, like, I'm you don't smart. Get a vote. Spicy you don't get a vote. food is bad. You don't get a vote. Nope. No. He likes uh, because after. I have taste buds. I don't need spice. Wrong, exactly. Wrong. 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 Spices, they're designed to kill taste buds. That, that's what no. they do. They kill taste buds. They enhance the flavor. Yes, and they do enhance the flavor by killing the taste buds, and the taste buds are now open, and the flavor goes in there, but the taste buds do not grow all the way back. That's why people who have lots of spices can't taste anything, because they need to put spices on for Oh, it's horrible. You what have the palate? Horrible slice. It. It's a horrible cycle. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's. But, John, you have a palate of a hedgehog, so oh, you God. need spices to like burn that away. Anyway, all right. Well, we're in town. Sell, sell, bye, bye. Yeah, we got to sell things. I don't think there's anything here that we want to keep. There's nothing there other than the dust of disappearance. Maybe. Yeah, I want to. I want to call dibs on that medium healing potion. That's basically all I want. That's it. I'm going to hold on. I know what you guys are going to want. Yeah. I'm basically plus one short sword. Leather armor, daggers, norgabers, all that stuff you'll get rid of. Dust of Disappearance, I presume you're going to keep that. How much does that sell for? 67.5. It's up to you. What does it do? It's kind of like invisibility. Invisibility, right? right? I think we should keep it. That's yeah. a good It utility. is yeah. a consumable, activating the dust by sprinkling on yourself for a creature casts a fourth That's level good. invisibility spell with a duration of one minute. That gets somebody out of trouble. That can get a civilian out of trouble. Yeah. That also yeah. allows you to attack while invisible. Ooh. That's gotta that be good. That is something. Yeah. yeah that's uh, very powerful. So, yeah, it's up to you. I mean, it's a nice Let's, let's hold on to that. Why not? We gotta keep something. Grim trophy? The dungeon. No. We, we... All the Grim evil trophy. stuff we should, we should melt down. We should not. Like, <laughs> Grim trophy, that. it basically... It activates and allows you to use... It, it increases your intimidation. That's all it does. Oh, intimidation. I, Gomez. It's Gomez, it's true. Maybe. How much does that sell for? 27.5. Well How it. is it used? It's affixed to your armor, and you activate it. It's a talisman. You attempt an intimidation check to coerce or demoralize, and you haven't rolled yet. You have to be an expert intimidation and when you activate the trophy, select two targets and compare your intimidation. So you can intimidate two people at once with this. What else does it do? It's a severed piece of humanoid creature and gruesome. So... I gotta tell you, it is so completely right up my alley, but I'm so disgusted by it, I refuse to use it. <laughs> Why, you like don't want to use it? For, for our <laughs> it's I cannot use it. It's, it's literally a grim trophy. It's too horrible. It's too horrible. Don't, don't do any evil stuff. It's not worth stuff. it. I, I got enough pluses. In don't touch it. It's evil. It. Boom. Spined shield. That one's a good one, but no one can use it. It's worth 180 gold. Oh. Cha-ching. Sold. To the highest bidder. Plus one striking sickle. Sold. Okay. Three moderate alchemist fires. Kept. Kate, keep. Three moderate tanglefoot bags. Keep. Keep. Uh, I, I, honestly, I would sell them. Like, the tanglefoot is garbage. But they're and, moderate, though. They're upgraded. Uh, it's like I have it as a cantrip, man. I've never used it. It's all right. It's nothing. Actually, I think I used it once. A little better. Uh, two murderer nod talismans. That's the thing that will. 
probably something that you should keep, John. What are they? Those are the things if you put on your sword, it gives you bleed. Here it goes. Oh, when yeah, you activate yeah, I can the, use that. the creature you damage takes 1d6 persistent bleed. Boy. How much is that? It's worth. Because you gotta activate it. It's worth 66 gold. Yeah, let's sell it. That's, okay. Yeah, it's 6d6. I'm gonna be rolling one every time, believe me. One moderate healing potion. You're gonna sell that, right? No. <laughs> potion of quickness. I think it gives you haste, which is fantastic. Yeah, haste is good. Uh, but is you good. gotta drag it out, and then you gotta consume it. It's one must. minute. But it lasts a minute, though. So it's like it is something you could pull out before the fight. How much does that sell for? 45. Uh, we probably should use it. Yeah, it's cute. Totally. Plus one striking longsword. Do you keep that or sell that? Sell. Sword schmord. That's it. Plus, I want plus one wounding false teeth. That's what I want. Oh my god, you guys have so much gold. And what about all those uh, suits of armor and stuff, right? 60 gold. That's all it was worth. Because it was mundane stuff. Okay. Mundane. Right. So are we keeping the Tanglefoot bags or no? Oh, let's sell them. How much did it sell? It sells for a whopping 15. All of them or just one? Total. All of them. Total. I don't know. Do whatever you want. It's like, yeah, I, I sell them. I don't know. We're like, not going like to have them handy. Yeah. It's like, it's like I, I have a lot of situational stuff, and man, it's like stuff like that. I'm getting the vibe that it's like lint in your pocket. It's just you can't do it in combat. It takes too long to pull the shit out. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, it, that's, that's, that's the thing. I would love to use that stuff, but... Well, I'm keeping... I'm going to hold on to two alchemist fires. That's what I'm doing. Well, that stuff's worth. Well, that's that's, stuff, that's, yeah, that's very that's, good. That's good stuff. Oh, that's very good. You don't want to get rid of that. So if someone else wants one, I'll, I'm taking two. All right, that's how much gold you guys have. I put it up. It's a fair amount of gold, peoples. You put it up that's in great. player chat or yeah, handouts? Handouts, it. actually. I see it in handouts. Holy crap. So I should have 303, huh? Because uh, remember we are talking about uh, upgrading my scrolls. I, if I could accomplish that immediately, I would like to do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you... Why doesn't everyone think about it? Because Dougie is 535, Basil 369, Lomang almost 500, Gomez 303. I mean, you have a lot. That's a lot. And now you're starting to get to um, pretty powerful stuff, but you can't get, you can't buy equipment higher than your level. So keep that in yeah, mind. Think about what I want. Oh, jeez. I'm looking at the, the damage for oil. It's beyond, I can't afford it, but I was just looking around and I found the serrating weapon rune, which basically turns your weapon into a chainsaw. That's great. It like creates little magical shards that spin around the blade and do additional slashing damage. Like literally a chainsaw. So literally a chainsaw. It's literally a chainsaw. Is it literally a chainsaw? Is it literally a chainsaw? Literally a chainsaw. All right, maybe it's figuratively since there's no chain involved. But... It's figuratively a chainsaw. Okay, what are you selling? Nobody's. All right, so let's see. So scroll of charm. Let's dump that. I'm gonna just start deleting it off my sheet if I can. Yeah. Okay. Scroll of charm. Two gold. Uh, it, this stuff is lit in my pocket. All right. So uh, uh, the scroll of hydraulic push. I'll keep. Long strider. Get rid of that. Pest form. That has come in handy. I'll keep that. Snowball. Get rid of that. Spider sp spider sting. Get rid of that. I guess. You know what? I'm gonna sell the the. I'm actually gonna sell this uh, anti plague and antidote because it, it it never comes up. It's never in a situation where it can get used, and it's it's not worth it. Uh, I guess I'll keep the mist the, the mist form elixir just cause. But I, and I I think that's it. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. 
whopping 12 gold you got woohoo <laughs> <laughs> ah that's something I, I, I returned my used bottles I'm recycling my bottles getting the deposit on my coke bottles literally yeah the runes I want to upgrade to I still have to save money for I've basically half 315 gold for Mr. Gomez now I know, I'm reading it's Like, my, it's all uh, calculations. Yeah, it's... Messing with character sheets. It's really that. Yeah, do, like, do you know how much it would be to just upgrade all my scrolls one step? Yeah, sure. Which ones do you want to upgrade? All, all of them. Like, so all dark the first vision, levels. charm... No, 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 this, the heal scrolls. I'm sorry, I should have been more specific. I'm talking about See? specifically the heal scrolls. So, well, raise them all level. Well, right now you have five level ones and three level twos. That's it. The level three low mang one was gone. Right. So that's that's not right. gone. So oh, that, that's right. I used some. So what is? I don't know what uh, you mean by it? upgrade. So yeah, yeah. Like I'm actually thinking about what my original loadout. Uh, raise them all level. So I would end up with five level two heals. That's actually maybe not that difficult because the level two heals I just I just replenish. So I'd have five level twos, uh, five level threes, and a level four. Oh, I see. That's what you're doing. Okay, give me a second. I'll take care of that. If you're upgrading a staff, is it just the difference from the first level staff? Or do you have to buy the full, the better staff in, in its entirety? It's probably nah, the difference. Nah, you need to give me a second. Okay, I mean, I mean, I'm also looking. I just was wondering if you happen to know. How much is the fourth level healing scroll, Seth? Uh, 70. Yeah. So if you just wanted... It's not that hard. 244, Seth. 244 gold for two level twos, five level threes, and one level four. Excellent. Okay, so I make that adjustment. I just do it. I am buying... I will buy a level four healing scroll for and put my name on it and give it to Gomez. Say so that's my... That's my new one. You'll just give me your level three one then, right? Oh, that one's used already. <laughs> Is it? Yep. So you might want to just give me the dollar value of that, and that'll be the fourth level one that I talked about. I think we should have two of those. You think we should have two, so I should yes. have an additional one? All right, yes. I'll, I'll add an additional one. But my, one of them is only to be used on me. <laughs> even if Dougie is dying, even if he's dead. Jeez. Nope. Such a dick. He is such a dick. Unless you actually, in like your, your last action, if you have one action left, is to hand me the gold value plus 10%. And then... <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then you can get a heal. Because <laughs> you know I won't really need it, because I'll be in the rear with the gear. I'll get a pouch of pre-counted gold that'll be dangling from my belt that yes. you'll be able to snatch away. <laughs> exactly. But you gotta get in reach, or... Dougie's dead. Okay, little man, you're down to... F you took level four scroll. Damn. Yeah. 420 gold left now. Boom. How much are the moderate potions of healing? All right, this is good. I feel better about this. So I have two... I, I, have, I, have, I have two fourth level heal scrolls, one with an asterisk. Mm-hmm. I have one, two, three, five, four, third five levels. third levels, and you five actually have five, levels. five, five, and one. You actually have five first, five second, five third, and one fourth, and one for level. Uh, oh, I should not have any first. Oh, I, you want to sell them all? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was part of part of part oh, of okay. it for all twelve gold pieces or whatever it is that 
that it ends up being. <laughs> it's uh, ten gold. <laughs> Something you get. You have eighty-one gold, Gomez. Though. You actually have a fair amount of gold. All right, you have eighty-one gold. Uh, so I end up after all that with eighty-one gold. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's good. That's good pocket change. I'll just keep that then. It's enough for things. Oh man. Yeah, all my uh, all my wants are like a thousand gold pieces, nine hundred gold pieces. Oh, there are braces of armor. Hold on, braces of armors won't stack with your armor. Oh, bummer. Those are for monks. No. Where in your lab are potions of healing? I'll tell you what they are. Hold on. Like where where are they in? Yeah, are they under alchemical item. Not uh, alchemical. I think so. Ocean of healing. There's bombs, elixirs, poisons, and tools. Yeah, something like that. Magic items, I think. Yeah, they're four gold, twelve, fifty, four hundred. So minor is four. Lesser is twelve. Moderate is fifty. I will buy a moderate and I will buy a lesser. And I am hitting rest and prepare. So that's sixty two gold. Three hundred and fifty eight gold left, Lomang. Okay. Actually, have a lot of you have three lessers and two moderates now, Lomang. Good, Lomang. good. Need <laughs> you need them. Actually, Steve, I'm going to sell the bracers of missile deflection, and it gives the party 325 gold pieces because they sell the price is 650. That's wow. that's a good move. And it's bracers of missile. No, they're worth 26 gold. Oh, oh boo! I'm looking really? at bracers. That's yeah, greater. That, that, <laughs> That's greater. That, that makes a lot more sense <laughs> considering what they are. Bracers of missile defection. I'm looking. Level three. You're looking at the wrong one. Oh <laughs> my god! There's two of them. Oh my god! Yeah. 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 You know yeah. what? I'm selling it anyway. Actually, That's... Gomez had them, but I do sure. like how that works. Is is the one that actually does something? It is ten times the price. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they were. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So I thought that I had those. I know you're. That happens all the time. You're like, oh, I got the. Oh, I got the crappy one. I got the ghetto one. Actually, those braces of armor. It's a good idea because I didn't realize you could fix rune to them. Runes to them. Yeah. Well, if you're a monk. A, I mean, a so it's perfect for you. Yeah, but you can't buy them until you're level eight. Braces of armor. I think that's going to be my next purchase. If I once I, I'm cl- can I afford that now? I'm close. Four fifty. Right? You have. Well, if you sell some of those potions, you have three sixty-five. Oh wait. You're waiting, all right? Wait, do we get extra for him selling his deflection? Yeah, you got yeah, like, you yeah, I like gave it to four you. gold or something. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> Three sixty-five. So I need another hundred, almost. Yeah, well, that that level four po- lo- ho- potion of healing was seventy gold right there. Level four scroll. Yeah, the scroll I meant. Yeah. yeah. But what it. what what are you trying to get? I was gonna get those brace of armor plus one. Oh that. shit! Yeah, that's oh my god. That's way better than a freaking that. That is not being critted. It's see, I can't, I cannot enf- enhance my armor. It's well, you yeah, can. you have, you already have, you have a plus one. Yeah, I know, I have that. But once I have that, there's no other like. There's things, but you, you, then you have to start going into feats. I mean, it's on purpose. Well, yeah, feats. I'm, I'm talking right. about what you. Can no, do no, 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 no. It's look, all you can get is plus one. 
yeah. then you get um, the thing that helps your saves, and you get plus two, and then you get thing, and then plus three. That's it. And you then know, it, that's all there is. I mean, I, it's, I keep it's on thinking purpose. My mind <laughs> is in such a computer game RPG where there's your paper doll has fifteen slots, and each one gives you a little bit. And I'm looking for each of these I got little rid of slots. That. They, well, oh that was, yeah, they yeah. definitely got rid of that. I got rid of it, but it, it's a tighter it's game. Good. I'm glad. No, no, yeah, it's I'm a much tighter. Did, yeah. I mean, this is their design philosophy: is that you know, it's it's a very tight game. You know, like there's only three plate ways to upgrade your armor. You actually can increase your your core stats, by the way, but at, at level seventeen. <laughs> so Great. that's when you had so right, right. But they did that on purpose. Like you know, before it's like you know every five levels and then level seventeen. So if you have something that you really want to bring up to eighteen, you can. You know, like you can do it then. But by then, it doesn't matter. You know, it's almost like look, you're already so powerful. Then like. Bringing your charisma from ten to eighteen is not going to do much, you know. It's like, you yeah. know, because the math works that you really need your charisma to be a twenty or a twenty-one, twenty-two at that level. So, you know, that's the way they did it. So, yeah, it's it's just the way they designed the game. But the way they did it is you, based on your class. You see, they gave you those abilities, but it's your class. Like, you want to be really good with armor class, you play a fighter. Seriously, that's it. It's like you you play a fighter, you'll have the best armor class in the game. Um, there's just no way around it. You know, there's just not many other ways to get your armor class up. Uh, but there are feats that you can take, and you can have multiple reactions, multiple um, you know ways to increase. You know all that stuff. So, but it's through your it's through your class. Yeah. It's not through equipment. Yeah. All right. You know what? So you know what? I think I'm I'm gonna not get that scroll or that potion, and then get the plus one bracers and attach my rune to it. Which room? Plus one armor class room. No, it comes with plus one, I think. Uh, hold on. So, bracers... Oh, I mean, you already actually had a plus one to your AC. I have plus one AC, but it was that room was attached to Explorer's outfit. But this actually is... You can attach that... I can attach that room to this. And it's effectively plus no, two no, AC, well, plus no, one no. to... No, no, that's not how it works. You only get a plus one. There's, there's no plus two. Plus two is 4,000. That's how it works. So they don't stack. They don't stack. It's This is it. The bracers give you plus one to your AC and your saving throws. Right. That's the thing. And it gives you a maximum dexterity modifier of plus five. And, and then you could affix talismans to bracers of armor as if they were light armor. That's correct. But talismans, not runes, talismans. Oh, talismans. Right. Now you can upgrade them. Eventually, there's not there's no way around this. This is the way it works. At level eight, they're plus one. At level fourteen, they're plus two. And at level twenty, <laughs> they're plus three. It's the same equivalent of putting a rune and a property rune on your clothes. It ends up being, I think, the exact same price. There's no difference. Here's the difference, is that it gives you plus one to your saving throws. I don't know if you had that. Right. I don't think you no. did. There you go. That's the that's the huge thing. It also has a maximum dexterity modifier of plus five, so you'll have that for the rest of your life, which is a big deal. So. All right, now I'm going to pass on that. It's totally not worth it right now. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't... You can never go above. You'll never get a plus two until you're level 14. That's the math. Ever. It's impossible. Right. At level 8, you can do a resilient rune. So you have a plus 1 armor rune, 
right? And that was 160 gold. So you can get a plus, you can get the resilient room and that will give you a plus one to all your saving throws. And that's 340 gold pieces. And you can do that now. You have actually the amount of gold. And it's, uh, right. it's a little cheaper if you did it through the, the item because that costs 500 gold. If you get plus one resilient and plus one armor, the other one was 450. So it's basically if you do it through the bracers, you're saving 500 gold. That's the difference. Hmm. You already have the that? plus one. So I already have the plus one. So what you can do is you can get a resilient rune, which is at level eight. I mean, that's the next thing. Like you, And you have to go in order. You have to get a plus one armor, then you get a resilient. Then you get plus two armor, then you get greater resilient. Then you get plus three armor at level 18. And then at level 20, you get major resilient. So if you want to get plus one to all your saving throws, you get resilient. That's the next thing in the order, if that's the way you're going. 340. Pretty good. Plus one. Yeah, it's pretty good. I got to think if there's anything else I want. The advantage of the bracers is that it's just, it's all in one. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to put yeah. two runes on, that's all. I'm keeping, well, I'm going to keep the scroll then. And the, yeah, I'll give you that and take it back. off. And yeah. then, um, hmm. See, the thing is, though, that, like, people who wear armor, they get a lot of armor class added for free. Because chain shirt is an armor cut bonus, AC bonus two, right? But you get, you get an AC automatically because right. you're a monk. That's true. So, so that's sort of compensate for that. Like, let's yeah, they compensate here. for that. Full plate. You have very high armor. Six. Yeah, I have high dex also. That's going to max out soon, though, because it's max plus five dex cap. Yeah, you're almost max. When do we get abilities? We get uh, soon. Level probably. 10. Oh, level 10, yeah. Level 10. Is there anything I can add to the, and the uh, Mighty Fists thing? Do you have striking? I do. Then you're done. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's... For now, yeah. You can get greater striking at level 12, and you get plus 2 at level 10. And you get property rooms. And you can put things like lightning, thunder, fire. Yeah, I got. I look to, into that. At level 8, you can put bloodbane, corrosive, flaming, frost, invisibility, shock. Um, I don't know, invisibility, I think. That's an armor. Thundering. That's it. Wounding. Wounding. Wounding's pretty good. Wounding's actually really good. I don't think I can do wounding. It's piercing or slashing. All right, you can't do that. But you can do flaming, frost, shock, or thundering. Shock is sonic. Sorry, shock is electricity. Thundering is sonic. Flame is flame. Ice, frost is ice. That's pretty sweet. Shifting, what's that? Shifting actually, you already have on the other. That it's worthless to you. It allows you to change your arm, like a a, a dagger to a, a hammer. That's that could be somewhat effective because it can. If I can change my damage type from bludgeoning to something, it doesn't else. work for you. I don't think. It's it's not restricting it. Uh, with a, it doesn't matter. It has to be onto a melee weapon. You don't have a melee weapon. It's your hands. You can't do it on your hands. You can do it on a weapon. You melee weapon. Wraps. Your hand to <laughs> Well, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe. Let me look. You might be right. I don't think so, though. Hand wraps of mighty blows. They are gloves. They are unarmed attacks. Treat hand wraps as melee weapons. 
Oh, there we you, go. You can do it. Yeah. No, I mean, look, if That's it says it, I don't care. It's I learned something. Hey. <laughs> That's cool. actually very interesting. They did that on purpose, though, because um, this way you can, like, it's basically, it acts like a weapon, so you can put runes on it and everything. It's like a weird thing. The weird thing is you can put hand wraps and mighty blows in any unarmed strike. Gomez has this because he has hand wraps, his teeth. Right. Plus one. <laughs> right. So. So, like, any unarmed attack gets, even though it's, like, on your hands, which is strange, but that's just the way it works. But it's part of it. Mm, you're starting to get into the big boy territory, the plus twos and stuff. You're getting close. Shifting. Oh, man, that might be worth it. Not bad. I've got shifting. Do you, do you, do you use it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I switch to... Uh, it takes, takes only an action for it to switch. I mean, you're not going to do anything for one turn, but... It's better than not doing. It's better than doing half damage every time you hit. I mean, I mean, dude, you miss anyway, so it's like you're attacking <laughs> normal. <laughs> so just pretend that you attacked and you missed. Yep, pretty much. Uh, so that when you hit, you actually do full damage because half damage is is not acceptable. I mean, it's just you can't do it. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's like it's still some some questions because it's it. You can shift this weapon into a different weapon with a similar. Yeah. Form. Okay, so it's like yeah, yeah, so it's like gloves that are like bladed. So now it's piercing or like. Yeah, a- but you can't do things like uh, go from short sword damage to like great sword damage or anything like like that. It's 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 comparable to. I mean, all I would want to do are. is like, be able what? to go from uh, bludgeoning to slashing to piercing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how. Yeah, I guess it just changes the type. You don't change the damage. That's at least how the shifting works. Right. Right. Shock is good, though, too. Ooh, shock is good. Flaming. Plus 1d10 persistent damage on a critical hit. Uh, I like that, too. Disrupting. For undead. Frost. Oh, my God. Wow. Ghost touch. That's always good. I'm definitely going to buy one of these. I'm going to save up for one of these. Probably fire. Flame. A flaming hand wrap. How much? Oh, yeah. Five hunge. Level five eight. is fires always everything it works on everything works on most it's 1d6 and then if it crits then it's 1d10 persistent fire which we realize is not easy it's not so easy to get rid of that yeah what's conducting do uh, it's something that conducts spells or something through it i don't know and you can just how many how many of these things can you add on there one until you have a plus until you uh Get a plus two. When you get plus two, you can do two. When you have plus three, you can do three. Well, I already have plus one on there. Well, right? you can do plus one, and then it's called a property rune. Oh, I have plus put... one. I have striking already. That doesn't count. Okay. You can do plus one striking, and then like like fire, and then you can do plus three greater striking and fire and cold if you want. I'm adding um, Vorpal. I think that's like level seventeen, maybe level twenty. <laughs> Fifteen thousand gold. Is that it? That's not even that much. You roll a natural 20. It doesn't kill them. No, it's like it, you roll a natural 20 on a strike with the weapon, critically succeed, and deal slashing damage. Target must have a head. Oh, it does have to DC. It has to succeed a DC 37 fortitude save or be decapitated. Wow. That's interesting. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel. 
at discord.rollforcombat.com.